fine with me. Springmer. Okay. Nobody yelling. Everyone's speaking clearly. Yelling! <laughs> Even that doesn't do it so badly. Yelling! I'll try to Does it have any levels <laughs> on it? So yeah, it's yeah. got two levels. I wanted about peaking at about negative six. Right. And uh, I've got a, it's got a built-in like compressor for for audio, but for vo- vocal, but it doesn't it doesn't always work. Nice. <clears throat> I'm kind of I'm kind of splitting the difference here with people and positions and oh, stuff. Rosie, you want to sit at the table too on podcast? She does. <laughs> She's got serious opinions. <laughs> okay, welcome to the Futile Podcast tonight. Nope, that way. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler! Tyson. Danielle. And Ian. Reluctantly. And, and very reluctantly. <laughs> she, she changed the rotation of the whole thing. Uh, and, see if it and we're going to talk. Yeah, of course it would, it would work. I'm not going to go head to head against you. I know better. <laughs> This is It's like when you do something kind of embarrassing because somebody wants you to do it, like a friend. It's easier to just bite the bullet and just do it with no, no shit, no fuss, no muss. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, you guys want to all take a taxi cab or take a limousine to the premiere of the thing? That sounds awesome. Let's do that. <laughs> no, don't even do that. You just, you just be like, I'm just going to go with the flow and sit in the back and say nothing. And as soon as the door opens, jump right out. And that's that. And no, it's done. I thought we were doing it. Are we actually going to do this? I'm no, going to do this. No. We should have yeah. done shit. that for this. We should have done that. We should have taken a taxi cab to the premiere of right, Captain the, America. The limousine. That sounded nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Either one, I don't know. Really? I'm kind of not there today. Uh, it is the third Captain America movie, so chronologically, blah blah blah, Marvel Universe. When, when do they stop like just classifying them as like specific heroes movies and just be like, this is another just Marvel movie? Who knows will show up? Well, I mean, if you think about the way comics work, I think <laughs> they, they can throw a bunch of extra people in a, in a couple because, issues. Because there was a lot of this where it was more like focused on like Tony Stark, and a lot of it where it was like. This was a superior Avengers movie, I would say. Right. Yeah, it was like, yeah. this is what I wish the Avengers movies were, you know, except for Thor and Hulk aren't here, and that was really the only thing keeping it from being a full on Avengers movie. Yeah. I didn't listen to any Thor. Yeah. No Thor for the late A's, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, Thor well. Hulk, huh? Oh, disappointment. Big green muscles. Wow. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that's pretty good. smash. <laughs> So yeah, spoiler alert, no Hulk or uh, Thor show up in this, not even in secret endings. There are two secret endings. Uh, yeah, n- n- neither does much. Neither really matters. Yeah, the last one was bad. It, like I was saying to Tyler, it's like everybody knows they're coming, so why not just make the them the actual ending? Yeah. And, yeah, so we don't have to sit through the credits. Because oh, that, that one. is a pain. Oh, okay. <laughs> it might be their way of being like, you know, throwing a bone to all the people that work on their movies. You know, being like, "Well, we make people sit through the credits, so because we appreciate all you guys for all that you've done." Did someone give Rosie peanut butter? No, she just does that. <laughs> no, that's her way of getting drunk. We're having a drink. She's having a drink. <laughs> I call that, that's the Rosie share. <laughs> yeah. So, what'd you guys think? I liked it. I'm just gonna answer. I liked it. Yeah, it was it was good. I think I'd actually prefer Winter Soldier though to this one. Okay. I agree with that. We can sort of do a, do a baseline and then we can elaborate on yeah. specifics, I think. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a little... What about you, Daniel? convoluted. I liked it, but it sort of meandered and there was a lot of just, like, stuff that didn't really need to be there. Like, the eye blaster. Oh, yeah. The, when she sang, Where we are! Yeah, she said, when she sang the eye blaster, she means, oh. like, all the name, the city names that they were... Yeah, it was new. Boom! The whole <laughs> screen. What the 
fuck? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. every time yeah. they did that, it kind of took me out of it. And I feel like... It's, a kind, it's kind of offensive there for a minute, and then it was funny. There was, I think because there was so much, this movie had a lot to do with, like, where certain events happened. They, like, I feel like were trying to make it really obvious where they were all the time. Well, I think they were playing off of uh, the espionage thing. A little too big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just a, a little. little. Too big. <laughs> yeah, that was it. I don't know what that was. That, that's, fucking eyes. <laughs> it, it, it seemed like a reference to something that I'm not, I can't catch the specifics, but, the, but the, that font and that approach to it seemed like some kind of a maybe like espionage a, reference. Fringe. They didn't have a fringe all the time, but it was always like a 3D. Yeah, that was their big was like, sort of like, you know, like floating through yeah. the scene. Like, yeah. does no one notice this? There's a. <laughs> It's just like it took up the whole thing, and then you were like, "Ah, okay, so we're we're here now." Okay. It was funny because in this movie, I feel like more than most other Marvel movies, there were things because usually they they insert humor into it in one way or another. But this, there was a lot of like inadvertent humor, like with those things and with the. (laughs) Yeah. The yeah. giant names of places, and also like that scene where they're all standing around with their nondescript baseball hats and sunglasses. Yeah. And oh, that's like... a great part. So we were actually we actually decided that'd be a fantastic Halloween costume. Just non- <laughs> a bunch of nondescript people not looking at each other and having conversations. <laughs> yeah, just trying to be on. Kind of I thought I though. thought that was that, that was intended. I think the the, the, you the, think they the, intend- the baseball cap and sunglasses like, thing was something that they thought. Well, this is kind of a subtle joke, but, uh, you know, if people laugh out loud about it, great, whatever. But I, I don't like, think that they didn't see that. See, I, I would have been on board with that idea if the woman, I still don't remember her name, showed up in the baseball cap. Sharon Carter? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think... Because she shows up just a little bit later, right, but they've yeah. already, like, talked to each other. And then Carter she would show up in the same thing. She and then just kind of ruins it, too, which is funny. Yeah. It's like, wait, you forgot your cap. And then it shows Bucky. Ah, uh, you forgot later. your cap. Yeah, no, uh, I come back and... No, I think, <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but Bucky later also has one of those nondescript hats. It's like, where are you, where are you guys all shopping for these? Oh, it's that throwback to like what movie stars do and stuff. You know? <laughs> the, burg- but, the burgundy cap. Yep. So they did that in, in Winter Soldier too, though. But there was the scene where uh, Widow and Cap were in the mall. Right, yeah. And like, But that was really funny because Captain, Captain America is wearing like tight pants, like skinny jeans. <laughs> it's like, well, that's weird. Yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> like skinny jeans and a hoodie. I've only, and seen, a, and a cap. I've only seen Winter Soldier once. I've seen the first one, first Captain America twice. So yeah, um, the first one's definitely the worst, and the second one I think was the best. And then this one, I felt like felt like the Avengers movie that we all wished Age of Ultron was. Yeah, they're, they're still putting a lot of things in place. There's still a lot of like plotting loose ends and and stuff. And, and I think the Avengers uh, two was very much like an Iron Man two, almost like a placeholder where it's not that great in the in the long run of things and. They're referencing a lot of like the outcome of what happens in Avengers Two, so like stuff that happened in Avengers Two needed to happen for them to get where they're going. But... I'll tell you what is not a loose end though. <laughs> Spider Man apparently is returning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. That was the second ending. That yeah, was... that did suck. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That did suck. Well, it's just it's just that when they first started doing their secret endings, usually they were alluding to. Like, oh, the next movie's hero thing or something like that, and it was quick and it was. It was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And lately they've gotten a little more... Like, like either, either it's cares? a joke or who cares or it's like this is just a scene that like clearly they didn't yeah, need. they're just doing it for the sake of doing it. Now. Yeah. Like with the... 
I got my favorite secret ending was the one where they approach Wolverine, and it was like unexpected because they don't told they own the movie rights to the X Men. And that was also weird because it, then it's all of a sudden like, are these in the same universe? Wait, which, Wait what is that? There's yeah. a Marvel one with a Wolverine? Yeah, they approach him in the end and they're like, he's like, go fuck yourself. And no, that's, yeah. that's, which one? Um, I'm sorry, guys. I got to pull like podcast host rank on this. That is in what is new first class. That is in the X-Men universe, the first class X-Men no, universe. No, because he's in that one later. He's in the second he's, new he's, class. He's, he's, in, he's in Days of Future Past. But in the first first class movie, when 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 Magneto <laughs> and Xavier are looking for people, they go up to to, to a bar where where Wolverine is hanging out, and he says, "Go fuck yourself." Mm-hmm. And that's in first class. Uh, I don't know, it's, I don't which know. is in the X Men universe and not the Marvel universe. I, so I haven't seen any of the, the Wolverine has never been in a yeah. Marvel thing, as far as I know. <laughs> what is it, McElroy? Is that the Xavier? Something like that. Yeah, I haven't seen any Maccabee. of those. Maccabee. Yeah, that sounds. It's a yeah. Mac something. Yeah, it's, yeah. James McAvoy. That's McAvoy is. Yep, we were both is. right. We found each well, other. You were more right. <laughs> okay, but what were you gonna say? I liked all the fighting. <laughs> I also liked that they didn't have girl on girl fighting because that gets really annoying. That was good. Being, they... being a girl, a woman, that is just like, come on. Totally. And it was cool that they had Black Widow go toe to toe with the big boys finally too. Yeah. What was what was really annoying about that was that nobody was fighting for Scarlet Witch. Oh, she was yeah. always just doing her thing, and it was like. Clearly, someone needs to take her out. She's the most powerful one. Yeah, maybe. yeah. It was like every time one of Iron Man's team was about to like put the finishing blow on somebody, it was like, oh, nope, Scarlet Witch is there. Yeah, and they had the same that problem was. with uh, Vision because he was pretty OP, and he's just not in that full yeah, fight. Yeah, I kept until him to do something. Use him. Yeah, until it, he, they have him shoot and miss. <laughs> yeah, and, well, so I mean, uh, probably in the editing, they lost some extra stuff about establishing the relationship between. Uh, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch and Vision, yeah. which so you've got your most two most powerful characters, and if they're both really ambivalent about the whole thing, you could see where they could engage each other and sort of distract each other and not fight, and that would take them out of the fight. But mm-hmm. you didn't have any of those cut to those scenes to give you right. Those, right. Lo- that logic. You just kept moving with a lot of parts. Yeah, if they had had those two go after each other, the only time, the only thing I recall Vision doing is being a cannonball that sort of knocks Ant Man off balance a little bit. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I'm not as interested in that fight. I think a lot of the earlier fights were pretty well staged. There was yeah. there were decent set pieces. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it, it's it's true, from my opinion, that most of the superhero stuff works best when it's downsized. When you start getting them all like lined up, and then they're going to rush at each other, you know, in a, in a parking lot somewhere or whatever. Yeah. In broad daylight, it just it just looks pretty stupid <laughs> yeah. for the most part. Now, they're, to their credit, they had a little fun with it. I think interjecting Spider-Man it was, helped. It, it, like I said, it, it was definitely yeah. it was just fan service. They're yeah. like, you, you all know we want you want to see this, so here it is. Yeah. We're going to have everyone have a playful fight, and there'll be quips, and there'll be like fantastic powers, and the guy like the other. Uh, War Machine's like anyone else have some fantastic right. powers it was clearly like not anything at stake really it was just like let's see these guys go at each other and let's you know, there's nothing like I said there's nothing at stake it was just yeah, yeah Widow and Hawkeye are clearly like they even said they're yeah. pulling the punches because mm-hmm. they're buddies that was a cool scene too are we still friends? <laughs> yeah 
I feel like he wasn't as like a, such an imposing force as he was in Winter Soldier. Because in Winter Soldier, he's like, oh my god, nobody's ever seen someone like this. He can go toe-to-toe with Cap. And it was like a huge threat. Now it's like everyone will just go in there with him. He would have been taken out on that staircase if it weren't for Cap like intervening. It was like... He just doesn't seem like he's as capable as he was. But they have a logic there, too, because he's no longer, like, in brainwash mode. At least, you know, he's in brainwash mode when he fights Scarlet, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Black Widow. So and... is that, and does that mean that he's, like, less capable fighter when he's not brainwashed? I think it means that he's more inclined to not try to hurt people as badly. He didn't. I don't think I he really, that. really wanted to kill any of those cops. He was not being as careful as mm-hmm. Cap, but... So that whole scene, like that's what I'm talking about, like with interesting staging. I think mm-hmm. they did some interesting staged fights, and when they kept it kept it simple, th- those worked all right. Though I, I get kind of bored with fighting, honestly. It's I'm yeah, like, like, well, that's what I mean. When there's like nothing at stake, it's kind of like yeah, okay, you know, this is just eye candy. Um, yeah. But I still think if Daredevil can fight his way down a stairway full of baddies, then the Winter Soldier should be able to do that too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, given different contexts and everything else. Yeah. I mean. Th- I I never really know what to make with some of their <laughs> some of their characters. They're super powered in certain ways, and like you've never really known how strong Captain America is. But they kind of make a very clear point here he's that he goddamn strong. He can pull a helicopter <laughs> out of the air. But he's also not as strong as Spider Man. Apparently, Spider Man comes right. in and all of a sudden he, he's the strongest one. Like yeah. he catches. Yeah, he catches uh, Winter Soldier's fist. He's like, oh, cool, metal arm. Mm-hmm. And, like, no one does that. <laughs> yeah, no, and that makes sense, though. I think that's consistent. Spider-Man is strong. Like, yeah, very, very strong. They make a point of that. I think with the Super Soldier Serum for Captain America, it was kind of always like, he's not bulletproof, and he's not, he's just, like, high-end <laughs> human, but but, if, but it's more than that, too. Winter Soldier, know? apparently, is also Super Soldier. Yeah, and they can both, like, have, like, a fist fight with and an iron suit. And then what's the deal with Black Panther? He's not Super Soldier. That's his suit, I think. And so then he's, he's trained, obviously, like, as a warrior. So his kind. suit can make him, like, run as fast as everyone else. I think it's like a Batman Beyond kind of thing, yeah. Well, they didn't, they didn't say it either, but the ring is supposed to, like, there's supposed to be some sort of mm-hmm. mystical side to that mm-hmm. Black Panther as yeah, well. Yeah, like, I feel like they, they might didn't eschew that, which... It's like a weird, good. like, Wakanda is a bizarre like techno magical yeah it's like so yeah. this so there's no money anywhere in africa except for right here yeah that's <laughs> well, a, resources vibranium yeah. Man. Yeah. vibranium right well kind of i fuck i love black panther yeah. he's the coolest but they didn't they didn't do like him any service in like defining his abilities he was just like he's like a big cat guy he's got claws he'll scratch you yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, don't know, I, I think that's kind of where he stops. He, he, his character is more interesting when he's not in the suit, I think. Yeah, and that might be why he was always taking off his helmet. Well, yeah, I mean... He's a good-looking dude, too. I mean, that doesn't hurt. He's like, I get this thing. perfectly curled eyelashes. Everyone's... Everyone's... Good looking because it's Hollywood, you know. Yeah, I mean, like Jeremy Renner is starting to look like a grizzled old. Well, shoot. They, they do, they do, they do <laughs> like cap every opportunity to take his helmet off too. They're like, okay, you seen it? Get it out of here. Yeah, Tony Stark's looking pretty old too. Don Cheadle is even looking old. Yeah. Oh yeah, in that last scene where yeah. he like fallen down, recovering from his it's incident. Like, Damn, they are old. And it was like, yeah, yeah. I could almost see some like gray. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, wait, he's old. The middle aged Avengers. <laughs> Maybe he was extra aged up for... I mean, he's going to play Miles Davis, I think. Oh! Oh, okay. Also, aging down uh, Robert Downey Jr., that looked yeah, that really, really crazy. good. 
It, yeah, well, they were smart about keeping it in the shadows and, and everything else. They might have even done photo reference stuff to, yeah. you, you know, know they like had a, like, 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 well, they, they, they had practice. <laughs> 80s movies. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> they clearly had practice, though, from Ant-Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was pretty amazing, too. Yeah. Cool so, stuff. So we get into the deep cut stuff. A lot of moving parts here. A lot of characters, like a lot of characters. Maybe and too many. Maybe, but I think that they did a pretty damn good job with with giving everybody a logic, giving you know relationships developed, things changed, you know the plot didn't get too bad. The plot got a little convoluted and difficult towards the end, I think. When it doubled back on itself, a little <laughs> bit, yeah. I was like, actually, my plan was just to have it so you guys would get in a fight, which you were already doing anyway. <laughs> I almost felt like that was disappointing. I yeah. kind of wanted to see all those super soldiers. I was kind of okay with it because I, at a certain point in time, like I maybe I'm I'm just the the weird old guy. I'd rather I'd rather see the two characters. I think there's more to like a fight between just Captain America and Iron Man because there's a lot going on there in terms of their friendship, in terms of their ideologies, and there's uh, and so to me that's interesting because you you don't really know who to root for when it's just a bunch of. I don't know, fight candy, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'll invent the term, fight candy, where it's just a bunch of characters to throw at each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then then you're just sort of waiting for it to be over. You're like, okay, well, they have to take that guy out, and they'll have to take that guy out, and, and then we'll find out what happens next. You know? So I, I, wake me up in four minutes when this no, is over. I, I enjoy the violence. And that's why they were just throwing yeah, out. That's when they had, like, the most quipping, yeah. and they were clearly having So it stays entertaining, fun. at least, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like with Spider-Man figured it was, out. Yeah, it was the, the at thing. The most, uh, the most fan service in the fights. I think so, yeah. Yeah, because you see all them, you see them using their powers, you see them quipping and being their character, so, yeah. I think, yeah, so the, the new characters and the old characters, I think they did a good job of, like, introducing Black Panther. They didn't have a lot of time to introduce him as a character. And, you know, that one line where he says, you know, two people in a room can probably get more done, you know, than a hundred people in a room. There you go. You understand that character right then and there. And mm-hmm. his uh, his sensibility about, like, diplomacy and conflict and everything else. And I think that that's... I feel like that's where, they, that's where Marvel still is doing a good job for me. Is that they're still... They can do these kind of character moment introduction things. And then they still got humor as well. I mean, they're just comparing this to, like... Uh, super, Superman and Batman fighting each other thing with just three characters, just three heroes in that, and how much more convoluted and difficult and dreary and exhausting that was. I felt like with that though, it was more that it was like they had to have, a fight, have each other fight them, fight each other. But really, there was a lot of other things going on, and so it was like, okay, yeah, you want to see the fight? Here's the fight, or whatever. All right. Yeah, I guess, um, but. With this, like, they clearly set the fight up. You know, they had everyone show up. They had everyone line up. So you're confused about well, once they got to that on point, yeah. what side. You know, it was like, okay, this is clearly this team, and this is clearly that team. And they're just they're going to go at it. It was very much just like the main visual showcase of the movie. But from a plot standpoint, I agree with you. Uh, the Panther was definitely, I felt like, had the most character development and motivation of any of the characters like there were a lot of times when I like couldn't remember or tell like what Captain America his motivation was like apparently freedom 
But it was... Was it? It yep. seemed like it was always just like, well, they're going to take Bucky down, and I can't let that happen. It's like, eh, why not? He's not such a great dude. He was about to sign on, and then when he heard that Wanda was being mm-hmm. basically held off, that that was that was the edge. It was that slippery slope thing. And it's sort of similar to the comic, too, where where... He's actually wrong, mm-hmm. but he's right. Yep. And that's where that's where like like Tyler, you were saying you were glad that there wasn't a really solid res- resolution here because in the comics there's a two. In the comics they lose. Captain America's side loses. He gets ki- arrested and killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Marvel becomes a much more existential, strange, postmodern kind of <laughs> universe for a very long time post Civil War. Right. But I felt like I kept feeling like they were always kind of pushing you to the cap side they're like and it's his movies are like see tony stark was wrong and everybody's against him now and captain america was clearly doing the right thing all along but it it's like they all knew that there were compromises and plus it was tony who was keeping scarlet witch at the compound he wasn't there was never a thing or maybe i missed it where the government's like you keep her out of this you know right so it was like okay well you're signing a thing that has nothing to do with what tony's doing um and she doesn't even know she's being held until she like figures it out and she can apparently escape at any time because she can just crush vision and she's just afraid of herself it was just right. like yeah oh, no. Mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch is a really boring character. Can be, yeah. Well, the, at least this version, the well, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, so you, far, the non-mutant thing is difficult, and then, and then, yeah, her power being sort of even in the comics, it's like she can hex people, she can like alter reality or alter probability, yeah. or it's something weird that kind of makes her a little OP again. Well, just everything it's about like her is just. Woman. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> everything about her is just. Bland though. I mean, like she's got so much power, but she—I don't know. She's just. She's like she should be maybe more conflicted, but she doesn't seem conflicted at all. She, yeah, she like suddenly figures it out. It's like no, I can't. The only fear I can't have is the fear of myself or something. They had to make Paprikash because she wasn't spicy enough. That's why. <laughs> I, the, she is kind of bland. She she had emotion on her face when she accidentally blew up the building. Mm-hmm. Give her that. But I feel like. It was either the building or other people. Yeah, the whole fucking bazaar full <laughs> yeah. of people. Obviously, like, something's going to get blown up. So it still doesn't, yeah. it still doesn't make you feel better, though. And, no, and, 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 better. and that's the root of the concern there that they that they don't really resolve, but that they at least address a few times. Is I mean, sure. it's the same as in Superman and Batman. It's like you do one thing trying to do good, you know, road to hell, best intentions. And Absolutely. I mean, and everything that they're showing them clips of, like from Avengers 1 and Avengers 2 and all that other stuff, that's all stuff that bad guys did and then they tried to stop. Mm-hmm. They didn't, like, you know, drop a city on people. Right. They didn't do any of this. They were just there trying to prevent it, trying mm-hmm. to deal with it, trying to address it. And I guess they should feel bad because there were casualties. Yeah. Yeah, that, that yeah. seems... Well, you're going to feel bad. That you know? felt flat. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Maybe it was just that they didn't feel bad enough about it. Because I mean, Don Cheadle, like he's sitting there, like, oh, I feel bad too. Like you weren't in any of that. <laughs> that wasn't you. You're good. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. you're the only show up in Iron Man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tricky thing there. I mean, I, they, they address it briefly in the in the scene with with Cap and Bucky towards the end, <laughs> where he's like, you know, it wasn't you that did those things, and he's like, well, but I still did them, you know, and and that kind of. 
but see, irreconcilable. That's kind of like thing is it's 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 actually really deep stuff for a comic book movie to get into. The, the Bucky stuff, I, I I get that. Like he, yeah, he probably should feel a little bad about the shit he's done. But maybe, he remembers like, it all too. Apparently, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I mean, all the shit that he's done, regardless of where he wanted to or not, that was like dark shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like, ah, oh, you know, maybe like I, I steered this giant mutant space whale dragon into a building. <laughs> Whoops! Oh well. Yeah. Or, and in that scene, they just show the whole like busting into a building and it's like well yeah he was causing destruction but you know there was also the giant space whale flying around so and also he's not here right and also he's the hulk you yeah. know what happens with it's the hulk. like yeah sure try and put some uh, <laughs> we're trying to regulate have some oversight for the hulk just just go ahead try it <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah they actually did because iron man gets the hulkbuster yeah. in avengers and takes the hulk down so it's like it's not like they've totally been uh, operating unchecked, um, and they're not vigilantes because they're government assembled, right. and they did have oversight. They called Shield, and Shield was deploying them to all this stuff. And that's when they started talking about, oh, "You guys have no oversight. You have no accountability." It's like you guys put them together. Like they yeah. were doing this on their own. That <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah, that was a bummer. I just now realized that though, so I guess it really didn't matter. But mm-hmm. and their their connection to their larger universe is becoming a lot more thin because there's been stuff going on in Agents of Shield with like super beings and more enhanced beings. They right. they basically yeah, the, use uh, the Terrigen Mist as an excuse to create mutants because they can't create mutants. Right, right. And I was I like I went ahead and watched like I usually don't rush through those episodes. I just kind of watch them whenever I feel like. But I was like, I better watch those to catch up to Captain America because I'm sure they'll just shoehorn something in there and there's really nothing. Right, because mm-hmm. of like the tie-in with Winter Soldier. Well, but there was nothing. Yeah, in the end of the, With the end, end of the most recent S.H.I.E.L.D. episode, it was like, there's no real... I mean, they'll probably address it in the next episode after it, but... Yeah, they'll be like, and they hey, didn't address how about the that show? crazy thing with Cap. Huh? Yeah, exactly. How and about when <laughs> everything happened and meanwhile they didn't... I mean, with this idea of registering people and stuff... They had have a lot more clout when they. I mean, they'll probably get to it in, in the Shield episodes that remain or something because the whole idea is there's a bunch of people that the government, at least the U.S. government, is aware of in the show, are super powered and you know they want to keep them organized. So yeah, so that whole like the it just gets off to the start. We're like, you guys, what are you guys doing? You you don't care. You just go wherever you want. Like. And once they decided to destroy Shield and Iron Man and Captain America Two, mm. which was a ballsy choice, they they did create that problem of, okay, so the Avengers isn't really part of Shield anymore. I guess yeah, they're sort like, of their own well, thing you guys now. Put them together, but now you're not claiming any responsibilities. So yeah, so it's, it's like, kind of like a private organization. Mm, yeah, is Tony Stark's thing? Yeah, he apparently paid for the building, but do you guys take <laughs> orders from him or like what do you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's um problematic to use a social justice term and he still answers apparently to the military well he cooperates mm-hmm. that's that's his thing oh thunderbolt ross <laughs> so yeah they, I, I was kind of like vigilante that's his name uh, i know but you said it that's good <laughs> that's how you have to say that calling back to incredible hulk that's right <laughs> the the original appearance of tony stark yeah well, I mean, he was in the secret ending of that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The original appearance of Tony Stark. Well, he was in Iron Man 1 before No, we that. don't count that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't count that. Iron Man 1, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I was... 
wasn't sure what to think about it. So far, the Marvel movies have been pretty decent. This one, I was like, well, they're getting a lot of people together, and it looks like it's going to just do a lot of stupid running at each other, fighting <laughs> stuff. And there was some of that, but there was there was they got they got the humor in there and everything else. I was very um, I was very skeptical of Spider Man, but I think that they did a go okay job with that. I that actually, worked pretty well. I thought yeah. Spider Man was fine. I thought the kid came in and did Spider Man just fine with. We don't need any of this. Mm. They hinted at the power responsibility thing, but they only hinted at it. They didn't quote it again. Mm. Thank God. Um, yeah. I don't know. Is that, is oh. that still owned by Sony? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Maybe, but yeah, they didn't get into Like, when he asked him why he was doing it, I was like, here we go. Yeah. Let's talk about Uncle Ben again. Yeah. And they didn't. And it was really hard. No, they, they I feel didn't. like they were trying to, like, we need, to, we need to allude to it. Yep. Can't just say it. They did a good save job. Save that for the movie. <laughs> well, they kept it about the ideology, which I, I think showed was a good idea. Yeah. I didn't mind the uh, blinky eyes on his costume, which I don't know if they decided to do after the fact because he of the daredevil that, devil thing or not. No, they, they said why they did it. So, because he can't, he wears those goggles so he right. can focus, and those things like helped him. Yeah, focus. they gave a rationale for why right. it was there. But the actual like blinking mask was yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of goofy. Did it actually blink? Oh, it just yeah. yeah. It no, no, he, he like blinked real big. Yeah, it was it was that had been for humor. So I mean, yeah, I, I yeah. think if they're gonna play Sp- Spider Man more funny than the, which Spider Man has always been kind of funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's okay. I thought it yeah. worked. Um, I thought it worked. Yeah, I thought they were. He was totally fine. I didn't have, like I said, Marvel is still able to do their serious moments without them feeling overly maudlin, and Captain America stuff has probably always been the more serious of all of the Marvel stuff. I think so, yeah. Because he takes himself kind of seriously, but it's in an earnest way that you can kind of get well, it. Oh, yeah, like, he's the, the, the language. Yeah. He's that guy. <laughs> uh, but they're still able to, you know, interject the humor. I mean, the, the Tony Stark stuff gets a little, a little weary at one point, you know, like towards the end there... With with him like being in full on like blind rage revenge mode when he's like am I balling it it's like would he still say stuff like that like would he still like be kind of quippy and humorous when he's mm. like about trying to literally trying to murder someone for <laughs> yeah, right. killing his mom like he might just say you know screw it or something I don't know or say nothing yeah and that whole part didn't so I, there are two retcon things I think they did in this movie and I want to ask you guys collectively. I thought Peggy died in, Ca- in in Captain America 2. I thought that he was there talking with her and she's in bed and she just kind of, like, I thought that was when she died. I, yeah, that's maybe the, that she was just the, went to sleep. Yeah, well, she clearly <laughs> went to sleep. But that I was thought, what I got to. I thought she had died as I well. She yeah. Died. Yeah. That was kind of like, oh, she's so dead again. I was really okay. confused. A little ambiguous. When, I feel, when he got the text. Yeah. Oh, she's. Okay. I thought I, I was like, talking about someone else in his life. I had no idea who it was. I feel like yeah. they could have solved that if they just had her, like, maybe in the hospital or something. Like, he just real quick visit. Like, ah, I gotta go visit somebody. Yeah. Sees her, like, how you doing? We could talk about all the stuff they should have put mm-hmm. in, there, yeah. in there in a bit. Um, <laughs> because there's no, not, I, what was the runtime? I didn't know. I didn't feel like I was ever tapping my like toe. It was too long. Yeah, yeah, it didn't. I mean, some of the scenes Two hours, 20 minutes, I think. Yeah, was it that long? Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think the, the, the action at the beginning was solid, and the rationales were good. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I ever felt like anything was too draggy. The candy when you do that. Mm-hmm. So I always do that at the end. <laughs> Unrelated to the podcast, sorry. And then the other thing that felt to me like a weird retcon is the death of Tony Stark's parents. Yes. Like, that, that was weird. wasn't that set up? Like, I don't remember anything about his mother being relevant, but in the first Iron Man movie, they make it sound like, uh, what's his name? Jeff Bridges killed him. 
like that he set that all up. Yeah. And maybe he still mm-hmm. did through like back channels with Hydra and oh just criminal God. organization <laughs> stuff. They could I could see how they could like you could different movies draw the, no, I feel the like road to they it. They left themselves enough space where they could do something like that. Sure, but and that would, I don't know why Iron or Captain America knew about it though. Like yeah, they never he had access to files or something. Like, well, but did you see that? We never saw that. <laughs> yeah, it was dumb. And yeah, he was frozen long after that happened. Yeah. One, well, I mean, the only logic would be that at some point he had access to to those files. And then th- this was like a rural road in '91, and there was still like a security cam present, just right in that one that. random spot. Yeah, really it's like, good quality. Too. Way to take out a car right where there's a security. Right. <laughs> there are trees there, and then suddenly there's like a station. Yeah, whatever there. Like that was that was inconsistent shit. and weird. Yeah. So and if you're going to take out the car, just wait like another you know few hundred feet. And I don't I don't know if Cree blood needs to be kept cold, but that was what that was in the back definitely. of the trunk. That was, was definitely Cree blood. Look, four b- blue things. So I was saying to Tyler, it's like, oh, they really. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, up the security for that one. Yeah. It's like, hey, just toss it in the back of your trunk. No, who cares? It's not yeah. like someone's going to hijack it or something. In 91, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> it might have been an emergency thing. I'm, I'm not really sure what the hell is going on. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, yeah. So those are maybe set-up things for future stuff. I don't know how many more movies they're going to do. So when they get to the Infinity a, thing... Are they in Phase 3 or Phase 3 is next? I don't know. I think that they're... They have to be winding down. I think that they're in phase three with all the threes. They're going to start. Much. They're going to kill Cap at some point, and they're going to have a new Cap, Bucky. And I don't know what they're going to do about Iron Man because he's old. Well, God, I mean, but, but you think they're going to do that in Captain America stories, or they're going to do that relevant towards their whole Infinity Crisis that they're leading up to? Because that's I think they'll probably do an Infinity Crisis, and then everything will be different. Oh yeah, and everyone will be younger. They'll start it all over again, fresh. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. um, is fine, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's been that long. Yeah. If they wait a couple of years in between, that'd be. They might, cool. if they're smarter. Yeah, they might mm-hmm. take a bit of time and work out some negotiations, and then try to try to redo everything with the X Men and, and all of that. I'm mm-hmm. okay with that. Yeah. If they finish, if they finish because this has been a really great run. If they just finish it and then yeah, finish it with a big space battle. And- 68 characters or whatever it's <laughs> like, like we'll, we'll probably see Jessica Jones look up and say something <laughs> something dumb at some point from you know as Jamo will drop in behind like what did you say space, <laughs> space turns purple and I would oh man I would love if it's if it is a huge space battle and then just shot to Jessica Jones day drinking that would be so good yeah she's such a good day drinker she's a great day drinker possibly the best <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that at some point they are going to bring in their Netflix well, they're do, supposed to do a... They've changed some stuff, though. They were going to do an Inhumans movie. Now, apparently, that's on the back burner or not going to happen. Inhumans. Yeah, well, but that, that, would be real, that would be what they would lead to with the, like, the S.H.I.E.L.D. show. They're like the, the new thing. Aren't they relatively new? Like, last they're, two I years? Don't call them mutants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're, that's exactly what it is. They, they've been around for a while, but they were always sort of a side thing. That was, and then they just... They, because they didn't... Ha- they needed to make more of super people for... Mm-hmm just doing more stuff because it was popular mm. and they didn't have access to mutants and they can't even say the word literally. <laughs> so they have to do that and that's what they've done. Fun. Or it's, you know, enhanced abilities through whatever, through Loki magic or whatever else. Yeah, or just random people appear and have abilities. Yeah. Well, no, okay. So Carol Danvers is going to be in the next Avengers, right? Miss, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Not to be called Miss Marvel. Not to be confused with. Is with, she with gonna Kunala? have a solo? Or Marvel? Or is she just gonna appear in? 
I, I heard she was just going to appear. Mm. Does that mean, oh man, I hope gonna, there's going to be a sword now too. No? Sword? No. Like the space version of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Like sword oh, right. and shield. Oh right, yeah. The, the Joss Whedon in, in, invented <laughs> yeah. his astonishing X Men yeah. run. Yeah, that gets a little involved. They steal a, a Kree ship and it becomes the base of sword. Yeah, I remember that now. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. That's not a joke, man. <laughs> that was an okay run. That was an okay follow up to Morrison's new X Men, and if, if they were going in some interesting, weird directions with X Men, which I give them credit to there, but then. Marvel and X Men and everything just blew itself up, and it's so difficult to follow. And what I don't whatever. understand is why they haven't just rebooted everything proper. No, I was gonna say just get the the so mutants back. I mean, Disney's got more money than God. Yeah, and they could just go say, "Hey, Fox, give us, give us the mutants back." Here's a boatload of money. Well, they started doing that with Spider Man. I think that was their like. But that's with Sony. Oh, yeah. oh, that's two different studios. Well, I mean, as long as they're making money, I and mean, they're making their X Men movies. They're half and half, I think, on that one. Like yeah. Sony keeps making the individual movies, okay, but they get to use Spider Man for their Avengers stuff. Yeah, I, I thought it was like a brokered deal. They get a little bit, of, a little bit of the skrill yeah. for these movies. <laughs> yeah, they do. I think it's, but that's again, I don't understand why Disney just doesn't throw their weight around and just get all this stuff back. I mean, they got a lot of money, but they've made a lot of very expensive purchases. Yeah, yeah but those yeah. things have also like paid off. They have big time. Like they've made so much money on Star Wars and the Avengers, right. and but, they already have so much money. But remember, they gave George Lucas like two and a half billion dollars in stock. I mean, like they had to they had to sell a significant portion of themselves for that. Yeah, but I bet they've already made that back. Very possibly. Yeah. Who's to say? We could talk stocks after we finish. <laughs> so, so, is there any any other lingering things, Danielle? You haven't said much here. Let's get get your angle on this. Um, my angle on this, or whatever. Um, God, I damn, just, feel just like, talk about it. <laughs> I just kind of feel like it was sort of a way for them to wrap up the other movies and bring in new characters. That's what it looked like to me. It was like, ah, oh, here we're gonna we're gonna bring out these tasty little juicy you know new characters and these old folk over here are gonna go to the wayside and you know we're gonna have a little battle we're gonna have a little thing over here and we're gonna have our battle and then we're gonna have a bunch of other crap here at the end and I was entertained but it was just kind of like "Eh, okay (laughs) (laughs) okay and it seemed long to me oh you felt it was was long I felt like it was long there were definitely things that dragged I thought to I think it was just tedious. Is that like your final thought, then? I think, I mean, like, I liked it. Right. It was fun. It was just sort of lacking something. I'm not sure what it was, but it was a little bit of, like, the show ponies. And they went around the, the ring, and then they went back, and they were like, here's your movie. Your here's final thought. <laughs> your final thought, yours, mine, and then we'll come back to you so you have a moment to think about maybe what you think that was missing. So, so you have you get to do you get to do double <laughs> final thought. I, I agree with her to want. some extent that it was just like showcase superhero showcase. Here's your favorite hero, and here's them doing their thing that you know they do. And so, a lot of it has become like pandering to the audience. The motivation for all the fighting always, <laughs> I felt like eluded me. He's trolling, man. Yeah, because <laughs> um, first it was. This 
It was what was the name of the place that they named the act? Sokovia. Sokovia act or whatever. Then it was Bucky, and it's like, well, you're helping a fugitive, and well, they put a specific face to the conflict. Right, there. but like everyone, there wasn't like an investigation. Everyone's like, oh, it's clearly him. All right, let's go get him. And oh, you're protecting him, so clearly you're on the wrong side. And like, oh, there's also this act that we're not talking about anymore, but it's there. <laughs> And then later on, all the information that has been revealed to us slowly throughout the entire movie is all of a sudden available to Tony Stark. He's like, oh, okay, I see everything now, and I've been wrong, and um, I'll go help them out. And then they unveiled the, the murder of the parents, and it was like, oh, here's more reasons for you guys to fight. Also, there's still the, that act on the table that hasn't been resolved yet, and even Bucky is like, oh, why are you doing this? I've done awful things. And Cap's like, oh, you're my friend. And it's like, yeah, but I'm kind of not that great. So what's what's the deal? But you're like throwing away all these other friendships and causing all this turmoil because you won't compromise at all. So it's kind of like it's hard to really, at least for me, it was hard to be on Cap's side. It wasn't like, yeah, I can totally get behind him on this one. It was kind of like, you're kind of being a dick. Like, right. And... It's dicks. yeah, they're yeah. all kind of being dicks, but I was disappointed, especially in Captain America being a dick, because I really wanted to see someone punch Tony in the face, because <laughs> he's just he's caused so much trouble through all of the movies. Like invents villains, causes giant problems, is generally just a smug asshole, and then when it came down to it, I just kind of felt like ah, I was ended up rooting for Tony and was like, ah, I didn't want to be on Tony's side. Not on a Captain America movie. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was impressive they were able to kind of pull that off too. Mm -hmm. but yeah. Like you said, it might have been for the wrong reasons that mm -hmm. they, got, they got you ambivalent about it. Yeah, and that was at the end when Tony eventually succumbs, I was just like, ah, that's disappointing. It was odd that they had Tony be on the side of authority. Mm -hmm. Well, it's consistent with the comic. It's consistent with the comic, but not consistent with his persona up to this point. I felt like they like did a lot of that, where they even with Black Widow, they were like, "Oh, what? You're on Tony's side? That's a twist." <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was funny. But I mean, I, <clears throat> are we? We're, I mean, we're on final thoughts. Might as well be. <laughs> final. I mean, anything you got to bring up, I'm not going to censor anybody. I'm just sort of. Just kind of guiding the ship here. Sure. Uh, uh, Tony, or uh, sorry. Looks like you're like a giant whale through the middle of downtown Brooklyn. Uh, Steve, Steve, they had, I mean, I feel like they really heavy-handedly gave him the motivation for never compromising in the eulogy speech where her, <laughs> where Agent Carter's granddaughter was like staring him in the eye and yeah. saying, never compromise. She wrote this directly to you. <laughs> she knew you'd be here and be in this situation. It would have been good if there was like, if they, were, they had panned back a little bit and had just had him like looking around. <laughs> like, is, is it, is, are you, is this me? I guess so. I guess Any, this anyone is. Anyone else hearing this? Is this huh, apply to okay. anybody else? Some guy in the back's like, this is this is my life. <laughs> yeah. She's talking to me. Oh, that would have been amazing if someone <laughs> just walked out and be like, you're right. But no, I, I don't I'm going to tell him to shove that job. <laughs> Martha and the kids will be just fine. <laughs> we'll make it. Yeah, there's a lot of missed, missed opportunity for, for humor. Uh, it was, I, I don't know, I, I rather, I rather like the movie. But like Danielle and I were talking about, <laughs> with the gigantic 
the gigantic pl- uh, place names. Right. It would have been fantastic for them to have like done one of the gigantic place names for like say like like Danielle was saying like the underpass that they're like uh-huh. or like Volkswagen like... Beetle, <laughs> a field, the chopper. Yeah, yeah, I would say exactly, yeah. when it's just so clearly stupid. obvious when they show the Avengers logo on the compound, it says Avengers compound. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they, they like they they I mean, like you were saying they they probably had they probably were conscious that the, that was kind of silly and it was kind of like this thing that they just kind of kept doing. But that's the thing. Like, I feel like they at once said kind of like five times stopped. Yeah, I, that's why I'm not like I'm not certain whether they were being like they were aware of how silly it kind of was. Maybe, maybe, maybe they. I think they're aware of an audience reaction in just about any possibility to anything <laughs> they do, I guess and they, they just have to make. They just ultimately make decisions, and maybe that uh, title cards. I nine times out of ten, I think title cards are just fucking stupid. <laughs> anything to me, it's all about anything that's going to b- bring you out of the experience. And title cards will do that because it's like, oh, here's some omniscient piece of lettering that's just breaking, like literally breaking the image and taking me out. Yeah, it, it always took out. And they actually solved that problem on their own because they had a terminal scene where it shows where they're going in the terminal. It's like, well, they could have had that or like a bus that says like. Yeah. So basically, yeah, like I was gonna say, you can you can get around. You don't have to have place names on a title card. You can you can just have like a street sign that has weird lettering. Like you have the Cyrillic letters, Mm -hmm. and you know, oh, this is Russia or somewhere in Eastern Europe, some weird place like that. No, it's not America. You you know, you suddenly have, you know, Chinese characters, and there you go. You're in China. Cool. Figure that out. And you really have to like tell us that it's New York, like just. (laughs) Show New York. That would oh, like specifically okay. Queens. Though. Queens, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. we wouldn't want to get confused. <laughs> but what part of New York is That was definitely a Spider-Man joke. That, that one was for sure. Because once it said Queens, you're like, oh, Spider-Man. Because that's, that's, that's very much it. If you, if you knew Spider-Man was from so, Queens, yeah, maybe. you would just show him and be like, we must be in Queens, New York. Yeah. That was kind of funny. Like, where are you from, kid? Queens. <laughs> Brooklyn. That was all right. Yeah. That was good. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. That was okay. Was that your final thought? Uh, about the I, I have thing? lots of final thoughts. <laughs> That's fine. But I think I think that my I was gonna, there was one thing, one nitpicky thing. Oh, it was for they made a, a really. This is my nitpick, my most nitpicky thing. They made a really really big point of wow, you Avengers can't just go anywhere. You're just going across borders, right. doing all kinds of weird stuff you don't you shouldn't be doing, but they had like no problem sending the German Spetsnaz into Romania to take out the Winter Soldier. Like, oh, that's okay. That's like, oh, whatever. Like, a lot of... That's not nitpicky. That's kind of, yeah, you're right. That's a little weird. <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. I don't, I don't know actual international... <laughs> I would have known if they hadn't said Bucharest. Yeah. Right. Good point. Good point. Which I think startled me out of my seat a little bit. It was... Done. Done. Like, yeah. Well, I'm not in this movie anymore. <laughs> no, you're in Bucharest. You know you are. <laughs> they don't. They don't have to lead you well. so much. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I. I think I just didn't feel any compassion for any of the characters. Maybe that's what mi- is missing. I just was like, eh. Yeah, kinda. Like, I just kind of felt like it was sloppy open-ended in a way that was just kind of like, I don't really care anymore. Mm-hmm. Or I don't care about this movie even though I'm entertained, I'm having a good time, I'm finding things that are funny even though maybe they didn't think they were funny. <laughs> um, but I just, it was too flip-floppy. 
and, and like they couldn't really make up their mind about things mm-hmm. and I just felt like it was a bit out of character in some ways and that was and it was just kind of uncomfortable it was just weird I don't know do you think some of that has to do with the fact that like we all know that they're gonna keep they're doing more movies and so we know there's no like just real high stakes or consequences it here out, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, the one time when I got like really excited was when Don Cheadle got shot out of the air and was like, "Oh my god!" Because they could he might him. actually yeah, die. Yeah. And then when they were like, "Oh, he's okay." Well, they yeah. Like, yeah. like, "Oh, we're gonna fix you with all this technology." Mm-hmm. It was like, uh... but yeah, when he was like tumbling and they he literally just like plummets into the earth. I thought like, and you know, having seen the preview and Iron Man's like holding him, it's like, "Oh my god, he might actually be dead." And then. Yeah. All of a sudden, it'll be like real. Yeah, you're but, right. They didn't draw that out at all either. It was just like, oh, there's a pulse. Oh, he's good. Good. Okay. Good. Good. Cool. No. Oof. <laughs> yeah. no. It's 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 tough uh, to assess all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, like I said, for me, me. Oh, I'm sorry. Just one more. Uh, after you, I'm going again to right. continue. <laughs> On that scene too, they even mix in humor after he plummets into the earth because Falcon's like, eh, and he just blasts him away, and it was like. In a, but I didn't that has a even, slapstick quality, but that also has like a like I said a real quality. Like he didn't even look at him; he just mm-hmm. shot him. There like, were a lot of people in the audience. Point, but, ooh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that, <laughs> was, that, was, that, was, that was very. It was one of those things that's like I couldn't really tell. Is like is that supposed to be funny? Because it has like the kind of the comedic timing that cake and eat it too, man. Yeah, yeah the, like, but I didn't hear anyone laugh. Right, it, which it, is fine. Right. They, they got the. I think a lot of cases, like you said, there's an ambivalence going on here where. Where it's like, well, if people think this is funny, then fine. If people think this is, as long as they're entertained, you know, as long as as long as they're whatever. coming in, spending their money, well, and watching that's movie. always going to be the case. Yes, it was it was a Hulk Thor, like the whole Thor punch, but without, right. but, but but the setup was defeat as opposed to victory, mm-hmm. and so I guess that makes all the difference. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it's a pretty big difference in life in general. <laughs> Talk to the Nazis about the difference between defeat and you know. <laughs> Talk to talk to Hydra, yeah, <laughs> on the ash pile. Yeah, yeah. You know, one thing we haven't like talked at all about, and this might say a lot about this movie, Zemo. was yeah, yeah. I knew you were gonna say it. I was gonna that, bring that up. that guy. He was just like, yeah, you killed my family, and so I went through this huge elaborate plot to get you to fight each other, and it was like, whoa, really? Well, comic Zemo is kind of a big deal, or more of a big deal than Baron yeah. Zemo. Yeah, yeah. but. It, he didn't seem that way. He just a uh, no, like guy who's like just really good at charming some people and just he was a mercenary like guy and mm-hmm. I think but like Crossbones was a mercenary guy and they take him out right in the beginning. Yeah, which I I don't care about. I mean, oh, yeah, I, cares, I, you still at least got a moment with like him and Black Panther at the end and Black Panther preventing him from killing himself and that was good uh, and yeah, kind of okay. arriving at his own place. I mean, like just if you look at all the stuff that happened in this movie. Whether all of it needed to happen or it was kind of a mess, I agree with you, Danielle, that it was kind of a lot going on. But I, I think that they they, accomp- they accomplished successfully having all of these people do stuff in this, even if a lot of it was just not a lot. If it was like a few little baby steps of like, oh, let's introduce Black Panther. But like, I'm, I, I don't know much about Black Panther, but like, I'm more interested to see the movie for Black Panther now yeah. after seeing this movie, and not just kind of like, yep. well, that guy they threw in there. I guess they want you to see his next movie. I don't care one so way or the other. I'm like, no, I kind of actually cared about. You agree? You yeah, Black Panther is fucking badass. Right. Well, I mean, because he did have the most motivation, like Tyson mm-hmm. said. I mean, and he's noble as shit. 
Well, yeah. also and that's interesting too because that gets into like the whole like divine right of king stuff mm-hmm. and whether or not you know but, like, but that that can be interesting character stuff but he had to earn it and he had to develop he developed that nobility like over the course of one movie which is pretty impressive I feel like sure. he might have been the only character that like developed he was yeah. yeah, they all the other guys are pretty much just play into the characters that you know and love. Right. Well, because they've been around already, they've done their origin stories mm-hmm. to to a degree. I feel like characters should always be growing. Well, sure. Yeah. And, but Tony is always an egotistical asshole. Captain is always like altruistic and just. Well, Tony, I, I, I was saying Tony flipped in this one. I feel like where he went. Did he flip back? He didn't flip back. <laughs> I know, but that's a, that's, that's a well, thing. Where we he... had that. Mo- they gave him that quick motivation with Alfred Wooder's character, where she's like, "My son was there, and he got killed," and so mm-hmm. that, that puts a like face to the destruction. Yeah. And, and it's like he should have arrived at that point a long time. But ago. yeah, <laughs> I feel like he did. He d- did, and he does. But he but he does flip flop because, and that's a human thing too. That is. I'm with Tyson though, where he, like he he had to have this external influence to totally change his entire personality. For a little bit. <laughs> yeah. No, and one thing that they were doing in Iron Man 3 that Shane Black did that I really liked was they were addressing his humanity and his ego and his smugness as like being kind of a defense mechanism like what his dad says in this movie totally. or sort of alludes to in mm-hmm. the little emotional whatever you know, made up holodeck scene. But in Iron Man 3, he's having panic attacks about going through a black hole and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and in this, I thought, like, oh, is he going to, like, go have, like, a little moment and maybe puke in the bathroom and just flip out about everything that he's in right now? He doesn't have this person in his life, Pepper Potts, and that's kind of, like, maybe gave him a, ru- a bit of a rudder, so he's a little rudderless. Mm-hmm. And all the shit he's gone through with Ultron. And so they kind of mi- missed a spot there. They missed a spot with the Cap and Bucky relationship. Where they literally could have started the movie with like a flashback scene to show their friendship again. They did that in Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and that was in the first Captain America to a degree. Mm-hmm. But if they had really nailed like a visual, like this is why this friendship's so important to them, that would have helped carry Cap's motivation a little stronger. But I think Cap's motivation ultimately still is just that it is an arrogant superhero thing. But it's like, look, I, I'm going to do what I think is right, and I'm not going to be beholden to some committee of politicians. That, that, that are all looking for, you know, whatever graft or whatever evil right. corporations behind it. He's got perfect justification to be skeptical of all of that after what happened to Captain America 2. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't hit the hit you know, they didn't pound that over your head. Yeah, it but, wasn't like, well, yeah. so, but I feel like I feel like his rationale was solid, and Tony's is solid, and the thing is, it, it's the same thing we deal with in real life, mm-hmm. with, you know, personal liberty and, you know... Security. There's always like a compromise, and that was the thing is that nobody wanted to compromise at all. And like with Bucky, he could have brought Bucky in because in what did they do in the end movie? They just put him back into sleep and might as well just be in prison. Like it's just like could have saved a lot of trouble. Just take him in in the beginning, put him back into frozen stasis. Right, but he made the choice, and that was like I, I feel like that was the whole that was the gist of that whole movie was that you know. Tear you, up a lot of friendships. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 what freedom does. <laughs> freedom doesn't make anyone happy. It makes everyone free. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's it. It's a good little good little en- ender on 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 that. Yeah. Okay. Well, what, real quick, real quick. Okay. I just want to say, like, that, on that that same that same ticket is, I was rooting for Cap because I will like, I, I I prefer freedom over safety. There's a. a podcast pundit by the name of Colin Moriarty who who said something wonderful that I truly agree with is 
between the choice of freedom and safety, I will always choose freedom. Okay. And I totally am behind that because fuck the man. <laughs> Seriously. But then sometimes you are the man. Sometimes, well, you know, you get too free, you are the man. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the Dark Knight thing, right? <laughs> you become Caesar, and then the people love you, and then you live long enough to become the villain that people rebel against you. That's no how it goes. Exactly. Either. It's the Dark Knight Returns, <laughs> it's Superman, it's all those things. I mean, Marvel has shown that they can do Superman right in the Captain America movies, which is basically like your earnest character with humor that is essentially he the... He doesn't really have much humor. Objective. <laughs> well, no, no, but, but there's humor in... In the scenarios, I mean, you know, like there's there's a there's a bit of humor. It's the yeah, good-natured humor. You Captain know? America is always the straight man. Like he doesn't make jokes. No, 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 no. He doesn't. But there's there's a, a room for humor and levity mm-hmm. in in that yeah. world for him. Are we ready for star ratings, or did you come have come up with some more final thoughts? Thoughts, these thoughts, I don't even know what my final thoughts would be if I had more. Well, do you even like these movies? Like, I do like them. What's your favorite Marvel movie? I mean, that might help contextualize what you do or don't like about this, or where this one lands. Sometimes sometimes at this point in a series, it's kind of like nice to rethink where everything is. I give this one a three. I had fun with it. It just kind of meandered a bit, kind of teeter-tottered. Um, and I don't even really know which one my favorite one is now. Like, I think I need to revisit them, because it's been so long since I've seen a lot of them. Well, you... Okay, that's true, but... I think about five months ago you said specifically my favorite movie my favorite of these movies is Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one almost doesn't feel like it's involved in the same. Yeah, because they haven't just had any like overlap. It just feels like a separate Yeah, they haven't connected the yeah. dots with it yet. So mm-hmm. it does feel like its own thing. I mean just like with uh, the magic verse that they haven't really connected to for Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. So there's that. So that one's my favorite one. But, but in these ones? But in these ones uh, I'm not in the earth, oh. the earth level, the earth sphere, <laughs> the Terra stuff. Anything with Thor? Just kidding. Nah, Thor's cool. He is cool. Yeah, but his movies haven't been great. No, they're, they're not terrible. They're not terrible. No, I like sort of setting the bar pretty low. I kind of like <laughs> Thor too. <laughs> I like Thor as a character, but uh, his movies. Well, that character—he's such a character. What a rascal. <laughs> Yeah, they've never managed to be really great, but they haven't managed to be all that bad either. Yeah. So three out of five for you on Captain America three. Yeah. Okay, Tyson. Yeah. Um, I would go. I could probably go three point five. I still don't think it's as strong as Winter Soldier. Okay. And it didn't feel as much like a Captain America movie. It just felt like an Avengers movie, and Captain America is of course like centered because he's guy. like the leader basically of the Avengers. Um, him and Tony Stark, so of course they go at it, and in Civil War they go at it, so that's how it was. I did appreciate that they recreated that iconic scene where yeah, uh, cool. Captain America's got up a shield and Tony's blasting the shield. That was straight from the comic book. And I don't see that too often from Marvel, I feel like, like recreated comic book panels. Some of the Ang Lee ones. Yeah. <laughs> they're literally comic book panels. <laughs> Continue. You're talking about the Hulk movie? You know That's it. like, they they don't even consider that part of the movie. It's tenuously disavowed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I, I feel like it was solid. I did feel like a lot of it was just like set up to get them to fight. And so we basically spent a good portion of the movie like hearing everyone's justification so that they could eventually fight each other. Um, 
and the fight was fun, but ultimately didn't have any bearing on much. It was kind of like just a big, like we were saying earlier, fight candy. And the real fight wasn't until the end, which I did, that did have a lot more weight to it, especially when they stopped destroying that room and were just basically going toe to toe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and I was disappointed because I didn't care much for Cap's motivation. It's like one thing to be free, but it's like another thing to be like throwing away all your friendships over this guy that can't even really control himself that way and is a danger to himself and others. And there are probably better ways to handle that. Four. Four? Yeah. I liked it, I liked it as much as I liked Batman vs. Superman. Wow. Which I also gave a four, I think. Jesus I think Christ. Batman Superman, though, like, I was on the edge of my seat through the whole thing. And not necessarily because Don't it was, like, really good, but it was, like, it was just hitting you constantly. Like, this is happening. Now this is happening. And there's, like, oh, my God, there's so much happening. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was good. I, I feel like, contrary to Batman vs. Superman, not every character was constantly screaming their motivation <laughs> or brooding about it, at the very least. Although, let's see. who. Yeah, Tony Stark brooded a little bit. Kind of a little bit. Way. Yeah, when you were showing the death of that kid, that was like all he did. Like, I'm brooding. Yeah. Oh, my feelings are hurt because I killed someone on accident. <laughs> yeah. He was crushed in a building that we vaguely remember toppling and might not have remembered if we didn't see the flashback. Yeah. Oh, also, just real quick. The kid was over there building buildings, right? Sustainable. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, sustainable housing. Maybe he should have built them better and he wouldn't got crushed by them. Ouch. Not very sustainable, huh? <laughs> <laughs> not in the wake of a superhero fight, then. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, then everything's... Everything's trying to build them for here. Yeah. Everything needs to be recycled. No. Building them in the shadow of really shoddily made structures. <laughs> Everything's recyclable in the Marvel universe. <laughs> I uh, also give it a four. Uh, I think everything... It, it, it exceeded what I expected it to be. Motivations, for me, were all fairly clear and straightforward. I think maybe on a rewatch, I might have more nitpicks about certain things. But I'm not so sure. I feel... I mean, like it hit... I mean, I've gotten kind of inured to watching these kinds of movies at this point. And they still, for me, it doesn't need to be, you know, constant Hans Zimmer. No, 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 no. Like you can do stuff in different ways, and you can stage an interaction between characters in a different way. And then when something does happen, it can be a little stronger and a little more meaningful. And I think they still still got all the characters. I I don't have too big a problem with Tony Stark's. Allegiance to authority in this case. I think that it's set up both through the actions that happen in, in Ultron, in Iron Man 3. I mean, he's already connected to the military from the very first Iron Man movie with Rhodey and everything else. So he's kind of been been there. I mean, and then if you think Samuel L. Jackson, you know, as through S.H.I.E.L.D. recruited him and or everything else, sort of. So I don't have uh, too big a problem. I think Cap's motivation is bigger than Bucky. I think that Bucky... It is sort of like I said, it puts a face to it, but ultimately, when that conflict of do we do this or do we not becomes a concern, then it, it makes sense there to me. And he, he's still, and then the momentum just gets going so strong, and it ends up being you know a bait and switch kind of scenario where like oh a villain did something and set somebody up, and 
you know, they're chasing the wrong people. And so there is kind of a little bit of an espionage quality there. They could have maybe done more of that, but that would have been less fighting and parking lots and airports, um, <laughs> which everybody loves, I guess. So <laughs> here's, I guess, the, the main thing I have with Captain America defending Bucky so much. It, if he didn't know Bucky... It would be a completely right. different scenario. He wouldn't be like, no, we have, we should, I don't even know how we would approach that. Like, I, we have, we should fight as independence and I will protect this guy to the death. And it's like, no, it's just because you know him. Right. And they would have had to give a different situation where he would have had to be suspicious of the, the evidence or, mm -hmm. or, or the lack of evidence. I feel like that would be stronger because it would show more of like independent a general, yeah. rather than just like, he's my friend and he can do no wrong. Yeah, yeah, they didn't they didn't hit that as hard as they could have. I mean, so you kind of had to just roll with it on some level. And like I said, if they had emphasized the friendship greater, it might have helped there too. Mm -hmm. So we got a trailer for Doctor Strange. That might be kind of neat. I don't know what to go with, which way that's going to go. Yeah, I don't. Now, if they go period with that, that could be interesting because it looks like it's definitely going to be an origin story but is it mm. going to be it looks like it's going to take a while to it's get from kinda, him to be Doctor Strange <laughs> they have a big challenge ahead of them with that because they have to really for the first time like establish magic in the universe and if they don't do a good job of it like it's going to be hard go, to go from here and people will be like magic what magic is always very hard if they can apply some rules to it and some logic to it mm -hmm. which sounds weird because it's magic but uh, then then yeah then they can make it work they've got okay. that they've got that dimensionality thing when they mm -hmm. do the inception shot from the mm -hmm. trailer where <laughs> with yeah. the multiple yeah. multiple <laughs> realities that, too. Like, oh, that, that might might be kind of what they're going to hit hit at is something more along the lines of like magic through super crazy fringe theoretical physics is kind of it's what's what, going uh, on here. Yeah, it's a different universe, but that's what Batman always said. He said it's just science that we don't understand. Yeah. No one, no no physicists believe in the mini-universes theory. That's... Well, I, that's not what I'm talking I'm just okay. talking about, like, just, just as long... I mean, you know, I'm talking about made-up bullshit. I'm just saying. But, uh, but, but made-up... my foot down right now. Made-up bullshit in the context of something that kind of can be grounded in a world that's trying to be somewhat yeah. realistic I you, you do have to define it by like by rules so that everyone it's not can OP. Know because it's not just like well it's magic you can do anything they kind of already did that with thor though yeah Again. thor stuff they, they make it aliens yeah. basically the, i mean they're, they're wielding magic essentially but they go mm. ahead and say that oh it's just our weird techno viking magic it's mm -hmm. te techno vi alien viking magic mm -hmm. yes yeah therefore <laughs> but this is not going to be that's, that. That's right. Yeah, it's going to be like it's going to be transdimensional magic, beings. Magic. This is going to be Indiana Jones four. Do you think Crystal that? Skull stuff? Oh, I, I, don't, I really don't know. I don't know anything okay. about Doctor Strange. I know, um, I know that it looks kind of cool. It looks kind of like a Christopher Nolan movie, but I think that that's the Marvel style, which is sort of a TV level Christopher Nolan look. You know, like a Wally Pfister shot it kind of thing. Mm. But I don't know who shot it. So. A little lighthearted. Do you think his alter ego is Doctor Normal? That would be good. <laughs> I think that his name Dr. is Ordinary. Stephen Strange. The, the physician stuff could be a good, good, good thing for his character too. See, because that's still where Marvel manages to to be interesting is that they like okay, so this character is this. Now, what humanizes them slash makes you care slash makes it interesting that it's this character. You know, it's Spider Man. You got it's a kid. He's a teenager. He's trying to figure all this stuff out. He's still trying to be a good guy. Rather than just you know playing football and kicking ass, you know, uh, or whatever, and getting the girl. 
And with Thor, you know, it's the god arrogance thing, and Iron Man, it's the arrogance, you know, blah, blah, blah thing. And, oh, but with Doctor Strange, you know, so if they hit on the, the, the you know, being a physician and trying to save people's lives and figure stuff. out why his face looks like a foot. <laughs> why not? Yeah. They'll find a cure someday. We'll get together with Jessica Parker, Sarah Jessica Parker, and they'll find a cure. <laughs> the whole thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of cautiously optimistic for the Doctor Strange movie now. It comes out in November. I think that's the next Marvel movie. They've yeah. kind of, they've kind of paced themselves because the last one was uh, Ant-Man, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was in like August. Yeah. So really there wasn't anything and then there'll be Doctor Strange and then I don't know what's after that. Well, they've had some movie stuff. I still haven't watched season two of Daredevil, so I don't know what's up with that. Meh. Yeah, it doesn't. that one doesn't really even tie in that much. No, no just, none of it seems to so far. They just reference it like, hey, yeah, there's that crazy thing that happened in New York. It's kind of like right. Shields does it. Like, there was that thing that happened. Yeah. Remember that thing that happened that was major? But yeah. Yeah. now we're <laughs> Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. yeah, apparently that's the most important neighborhood and everyone would just fight like hell to do to defend it just let them burn it down <laughs> well they give some rationale for it in the first season though and from what I've seen is you know the idea of like, well New York got trashed we, the developers want to come in a lot of criminal organizations yeah. get involved in that and you can make Buku gentrifying the whole place and so there's there's something there that I think is mm-hmm. very prescient and yeah. interesting but yeah Ant-Man reminded me there's so many characters in that big fight that really had no motivation. They're just like, hey, they're like starstruck by the other heroes. And they're right. like, yeah, let's let's go fight. Like yeah. Spider-Man and it was definitely fan servicey stuff. And yeah. didn't really. I mean, I I didn't question it too badly because whatever. That's just what they're doing. They're mm-hmm. just gonna throw a bunch of people at it. Yeah, they're like, look who we got. Ant-Man pops up. Like, hey, oh my God, Captain America. I don't know what we're doing here, but let's let's do it. Paul Rudd was a gym. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, uh, I love though in the he's like in the suit. never trust a Stark. He's oh. like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I like he's like who who's talking? It's me, your conscience. We <laughs> yeah. haven't talked much lately. <laughs> yeah, they, stuff. they threw a few 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 good lines. Mm-hmm. Good. And, uh, they're almost all Paul Rudd lines. Yeah. <laughs> How about Yavin Four, the new Star Wars movie though, huh? Mm. Yavin Yavin 4? 4. Yeah, see, Why? I was the Star Wars trailer started. I was like, awesome, Star Wars trailer. And then a couple assholes came up to me and tapped me and were like, hi. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? I'm trying to watch the Star Wars trailer. <laughs> you late arrivers. Well, you, want, well, you want to watch that one for Rouge One? Rouge One. I'm stoked. <laughs> no, no, but that that might be. That is out there looking. They got like Forrest Whitaker and look what looks like he's wearing a Darth Vader outfit, but without the helmet. Yeah, I'm more excited for that Star Wars than I am. For- than I was for episode seven. Uh, you're saying that now retroactively. That no, you've seen no, episode like seven. the level of excitement I feel when I see it, I know is greater than because it's like with seven, <laughs> seven I knew there'd be bringing back characters and it'd be you know the fan service and reestablishing sure. the continuity. But this can kind this of be its feels own new and different, but in that world. Yeah. And that could be good. I, I mean, we'll see. And then the Han Solo movie and everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah, they got they picked out a young Han Solo. They just did. Yeah, I don't know who it is. <laughs> they they announced who it is. Well, or, I even saw a picture of the guy. Yeah, like, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know laser. What do you mean? I don't even really care that much. It's, it's I was kind of disappointed it wasn't young Franco. It's America's treasure, Paul Rudd. <laughs> he doesn't age. He could be. Yeah, that's true. And then, like decade from now, it could still be him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, they're at the point where what would young Han Solo be? It would just be 
Harrison Ford because he was only in his whatever when they shot the first movie. You know, it's like really like is this gonna be like the week before he meets Luke Skywalker yeah. or what? I mean, like how young are you going? He's not ten. He was like in his thirties. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he was like so, you know, so if they like, if they've got a guy that's in his like early twenties or something, yeah. it might work. They have a tiny window of time. I'm hoping for young Lando and some mad like Sabic. <laughs> Games like I hope that it's like ninety percent in a at a space casino and just all sobic, just sobic and heist. Be, I heard it would be the Casino Royale. No, yeah, it'd be I like sobic. It's funny that hearing you say sobic. I think it is sobic. Yeah. I've heard it pronounced. In the I've heard it both ways. Really? <laughs> no, I just like saying I've heard it both ways. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, trying to think. Do they ever it. actually say it in the movies? Not in the movies, but in the, the dozens and dozens of like shows that they've made. They've oh, I'm sure they've said it. Yeah. Anyway. Star Wars stuff will be fun. Oh, this yeah. was a good it's one. It's going to be great. Captain Fuck America. Fuck a man. Yep. 